Welcome to the Hot and Bravo podcast. I'm Armin. And I'm Camille. You know, Camille, you may change your name, you may change your address, you can change whatever you'd like, but you'll always be that Beverly inside. I love it. Honestly, <laughs> proud of it. <laughs> Beverly Hills. Hey. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> That was horrible. We'll cut that out. We'll cut it out. We'll cut it out. Um, we are here, of course, to talk about the final part of the Ronge season nine reunion, which a also means... A single tear. A single tear. Yeah, we're here for the last time to talk about Ronge season nine. Are you going to miss it, Camille? I'm going to miss it. What it a, was a what great a season. season. I mean, I have nothing bad to say, except for too much Danielle. But... Again, shout with out the, to I, Danielle. I know. Without her, we'd have not as good of a season. But exactly. I still have to hate on Danielle. It's This is what we've come to know and love about this podcast is that I'm always going to hate on Danielle. And I join you <laughs> in your hatred of Danielle. I don't think it's as strong, but you guys go far back. Hatred is is a... Very strong word, let's say. Um, I'm you more... despise her. <laughs> <laughs> How about I I gently dislike her? Is it gentle? In our Rose and Thorn segment, you've probably had Danielle as your thorn 13 of the 15 episodes. I think it was more like 15 of the 15 episodes, let's be real. <laughs> I think you may have snuck in Jennifer once or twice, but... No, I think you're right. It was 15 and 15. Whatever. (laughs) At the end of the day, in my heart, she was the rose or the thorn every time. (gasps) Freudian slip. Stop. Never. Danielle is the rose of your heart. That's why you talk about her all the time. All right. I quit quit the podcast. I'm doing it live. You'll never hear from me again. (laughs) Bye, Camille. All right. I'll do the rest of the pod by myself. Uh, no, no, but on a serious note, this was a great season. Season eight was kind of polarizing. It still yeah. had a lot of drama, but I feel like it was just it lacked it was just, heart. Yeah, and it was just like too intense at the end. Like yeah. it just got, got really heavy and ugly. And just this was like getting back to our roots, but in a new way. So it was like you get the same kind of drama. You get the Teresa fire, which I've been missing for a while. The new blood. Um, you get the new they people who are wonderful casting choices. And you just get, like, everyone has a good amount of uh, drama. And then you have this, like, friendship that was so strong in the last episode. Um, but then completely, or sorry, the last season, but then completely deteriorates by this season. And so that's always interesting to watch. I mean, especially when of, it's someone who I don't like. <laughs> and all of the toxicity kind of had a comedic tinge to it. Yeah. Like with Margaret pushing Marty into the pool. <laughs> Again, last season... It was just too heavy. Yeah. But I really enjoyed this season. It was a lot of fun. So let's get into the recap. Let's the final recap of the season. Ah, I'm sad. So let's start with the beginning of, of the reunion. Uh, Teresa is continuing to talk about Joe's de- deportation mm-hmm. and all of the elements that go with that. And I thought it was kind of funny when Andy suggested that she seek Donald Trump's help. Yeah. And I kind of got to thinking, why doesn't she reach out to Kim K? who has now had this reputation for... <laughs> no, because she has just as much... Uh, she's just as connected to Ivanka as Kim is. So, and Trump, because oh, she like was on Celebrity Adding Princess. an extra step that you don't really need. Yeah, type thing. yeah, oh, okay. yeah. Well, because I was thinking about Vinny from Jersey Shore reaching out to oh Kim Kardashian. God, Did you hear about this? That's real? Yeah. 
Why? He wants Kim Kardashian to get Mike the situation pardoned <laughs> from his eight-month sentence. What the fuck? By the time Kim even makes it to the White House, he'll be out of prison. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> wow, I'm like really shocked by that. That's why I thought it'd be funny if Teresa reached out to Kim oh K. But you're right. <laughs> yeah. The whole point of them bringing that up is that Teresa has yeah. her own connections. Yeah, no, but that's. I'm glad you illuminated that that's insane i can't even you didn't hear about that no i didn't hear about that and i don't know what to say about it isn't that wonderful i have no words i also like Vinny of all people is trying to get mike out of jail like they're still friends i thought they're close i don't know anything about them that's all i'm trying to say it's been a while it's been a long while i didn't either yeah i have no plans to no plans to anyway Um, so what's interesting to me about that is that she hasn't thought of that already which means she has thought of it and isn't going to do it okay is this a conspiracy corner camilly's this is camilly's conspiracy corner corner. this is kind of what i so are you saying she is torpedoing joe's deportation appeal but i do think that she's not going super out of her way zero extra mile <laughs> yeah, shit. exactly like she's like at this point it's like we'll see what happens that's kind of how i feel that's the way that's the vibe i was getting when she was saying this like it just didn't seem like she was like so whatever hell-bent. happens happens yeah exactly she was like you know it's gonna happen my daughters i haven't talked to them but gabriella definitely said she didn't want to go and it's like man but if she didn't do everything within her power to get joe out what if the daughters resent her for it i don't think they do true i don't think they do not any more than they'd resent joe Mm -hmm. for putting them in this situation in the first place exactly and you know whatever like we've talked about she has put in her time she's stuck by him she said she's been faithful which we know is bs (laughs) (laughs) i don't know that (laughs) oh come on Miami guy. I hope it's not true. I hope she has not been faithful. Well, she has Lilo. Who's Lilo? You know who Lilo is. Lindsay Lohan? <laughs> what Stitch? if Lilo was named after Lindsay Lohan? <laughs> oh, is that the name of her vibrator? Yep. Why do you know that? Because she said it in the reunion. You must have missed it. Oh my it. god, I, that completely went over my head. Yep. I was Lilo. Just, I was just like overwhelmed Dude, by the fact that Melania after- threw it in the pond. <laughs> Um, that's all I could think about. I was like, wow, what? The huh? image of that. Also, you have a pond. That would also make for a great gif. Oh my God. I wish like I could Melania that on camera. tossing. Like my Lilo thought is like, did pond? she think it was like a, like a kind of like, you know, one of those like toys that you like no, throw Teresa and then it comes confirmed back? that she knew exactly what it was and oh she wasn't God. happy about it. It's crazy that like you said, it's, it is kind of crazy that she's saying that she's been faithful um, even though in my view, it seems like she has like one foot out the door already. Like she does yeah. not seem like she is like waiting for him to come home. She even says like, I'm kind of angry. Like he's put us in this mess, like all this stuff. Like I love the classic Teresa deflection when she's asked about like moving to Italy and she goes, you know, if the kids want to, I'll do it. So mm. I'll ask the kids whatever they want. Yeah. I love that. I also love, like, I haven't talked to... Why can't Teresa just ever take full, like, responsibility for whatever decision her family makes? I don't know. And and nobody would be mad at her either. That's what's funny. Nobody would. It's it's as if she's worried about people judging her. Yeah. 
But everyone expects you to and wants you to stay here with the girls, not uproot them, take them mm-hmm. all the way to Italy, to a country where they haven't been culturally mm-hmm. assimilated to. They don't speak the language. It would be a disaster yeah. for them to move to Italy. It was, it's just. So for her to be like, you know, I'll ask the kids. Yeah. Like, so the, so oh, the onus is on the them. Kids. Yeah. It's like, no, no, no. Come on. Like, just say you don't want to go. Yeah. That's totally fine. You, like Andy said, you put in your time. One thing that I did think was really shysty was Melania or Melania. Melissa was like, or was it Joe? But either way, like Melissa or Joe kind of got like called out. Teresa's like, well, yeah, Melissa said that if, if Joe did the same thing, then she would like, she would have left him, which was a little bit of a, a, a you know, kind of stretch of the truth. But well, then, no, she didn't say she would leave him. She just said she, he said would, she have would be a lot harder of, on yeah. Joe than Teresa's yeah. been. Which doesn't mean leave. Yeah. Necessarily. But necessarily. What's the next step after what Teresa has done? There's only one more step to this, and that's leave, and Teresa stayed. Well, you could separate. I don't know. What do I fucking know? Anyway, either way. Maybe maybe she would have put Joe on timeout. Yeah, there you go. I mean, that's what I would do. I would just be like, you're on house arrest now. You did your time. Now you're going to house arrest. Now you're doing more time. Yeah, now you're going to be inside here. Whatever. Um, But I think Joe was the one who who mentioned this. He's like, oh, yeah, I talked to... um, after Teresa says that uh, Gabriella did not want to go to Italy, Joe's like, I talked to, you know, I talked to Antonia about it. And uh, she said, if you would be deported, I'm going with you. Just like, by the way, super easy to say when it's a hypothetical. Yes, and then when Italy seriously. is staring you down in the, you know, in the yeah. face. And by the way, Italy, gorgeous country. I've been, I'm, I love truly. it. Truly. And a lot of people speak English. Mm-hmm. But. You don't know the culture. Culturally, you have zero friends, no. zero family. And your kids are young. That's the thing. Like going to school in another language in another country, like that's hard. Yeah. That's hard for people who have spoken the language for most of their lives. Like I speak Portuguese kind of, and if I had to go and do school in Port in like Brazil, it would be such a shift. No doubt. Because you have to completely... And not to say that this would be the end of the world. Absolutely not. But why do it if you don't have you to? You don't need to. There's four girls to him. Like, you know, he could just go and move and it would suck. And I, again, if you didn't know this already, we don't think he should be deported. No, he shouldn't be. He shouldn't be. But, um, you know, if he has to go, it's... it's and he it's speaks much Italian. easier. He has family there. He has family there. The girls can come visit yeah. him multiple times a year. So could he never visit the States? I, I would doubt it. Oh, I don't know so the law, sad. though. That's so sad. It would be hard to imagine if he got mm-hmm. kicked out of the country because of a felony. Yeah. That he would then be able to like apply for a visa once again. Ugh, that's so sad. Well, yeah. let's move on because move on. this is breaking let's, my heart let's talk a little about bit. The men, let's I want to talk about the men. Taglines? I want to talk about taglines. I'm really disappointed that Joe Judice was not on this because I would love right. to hear what his tagline would be. Like, I don't always do somersaults but when i do i break three teeth um (laughs) that was so mean um but i don't always get sentenced to be deported but when i do i file for appeal (laughs) this got really bad i would be like what's like something dumb he said i don't always charge at joe but when i do i'll remember everything (laughs) 
like his recall of that fight was so insane. It was actually really good. It was so insane. Like, like he was Gorgas like, was Gorgas super like, distorted. Like, this, that, and the other. He like climbed a mountain. He like <laughs> punched my sister. And Joe Judas was like, he charged at me, so I charged back. And I was like, wow, actually, that's so right. It's exactly accurate. But of course, when I was watching it, I was like, Joe Gorga's so right. He did climb that mountain. He <laughs> did get punched by his sister, whatever it was. Um, but anyway, let's talk taglines. This is the best thing that I've ever seen on a reunion. I'm really upset that it's taken nine seasons. Or as Andy said, 13 years. 13 years, thank you. Dating for, back to OC. this to happen. I, need, I hope it becomes a tradition. I hope it becomes a tradition, and I hope that like iconic house husbands have an opportunity to like retroactively submit their their um, taglines. I hope John Medesian gets a chance to do it. I don't. <laughs> What's his nickname? The Sultan of Stains or something? Yeah, you're the Sultan of Stains. I may be the Sultan of Stains, but... Uh, okay, hope, should we go through... I hope I hope to hear all of them except for Jim Marchese's. I will never. No, I don't care what he has. To no, say. he's done. <laughs> Should we uh, switch off Let's and do that? Let's do it. Let's do it. You start. A nip tuck a day allows my wife spend and play. I love it. This love one it. was brilliant. Really I did not expect much from Bill. I did not. But wow, did he come through? That was a that really was good on one. point. It incorporates not only his profession and what has made up his narrative and persona that he's super wealthy because yeah. he's a plastic surgeon, but it also ties in Jennifer yeah. and her persona. Mm -hmm. It's really actually a perfect tagline. I liked it. I really liked it. I was, again, very, very impressed. All right. I have four kids, two degrees, and one kick-ass wife, which is Evan. Horrible. It's he so said boring. He called it boring deliberately. I know, but I come on. I didn't think it was horrible but this is a formula that's been done uh yeah it's been done because jackie did it, it that's, that's why i exactly. think it's cute because nah. it's just like hey i'm nodding to my wife like i think this is cute i wouldn't it, this would be like option b i would hope that it didn't get used in the actual um round of taglines but that's why i i don't think i liked jackie's either because that's this isn't true. the first time it's been done for a housewife that's true i don't know i'm not into it yeah, it's not my favorite. It's not my favorite, but I don't hate it. Okay, this is the best one. Oh, damn it. I wanted to do this All one. right, you do it. You do okay. it. I work hard. I play hard. Until I spend all my money on boats and whores. Mic drop. Like, there's no there's no other tagline after this. <laughs> this is perfect. There's no other tagline, both for women and men. Like, <laughs> the house, the housewives have no... There's no way they're going to ever top this. Look, this is Frank... Catania's life story in a sentence. This is the theme he song. He worked really hard. This is the theme song to Let's Be Frank. <laughs> I work hard. I, I play, play hard. hard until I spend my money on boats and boats. <laughs> we did not plan that, by the way. No, we did not. That worked out really well. That was really impressive. Look, Frank Catania in his, in his whole life. This is serious. This is like a bio. <laughs> he worked really hard. Got a law degree. He won muscle competitions up and down jersey literally from the top of jersey to the bottom from accurate? east to west maybe <laughs> he played hard he was partying <laughs> drinking nobody out drank frank the tank okay again a nickname you just gave him look he's nickname worthy <laughs> he made a lot of money in his days whether it was flipping houses lawyering or Stealing even giving money advice from his 
will omit that from the obit. <laughs> but what did he do when he made all that money? He spent it on boats and whores. And you know and what? that's his life story. That's Frank Catania. The best part about it is it's honest. It's honest. I love it. Okay, the next one. This is Joe B. This is actually great, too. I'm going to give it up to the house husbands <sighs> here. If you want the job done right, ask me and I'll do your wife. <laughs> I hated this one. This is how he met Margaret. That's true, I guess. He was... Uh, he was the contractor for oh, what's Margaret's ex's name? Um, they mentioned him. Oh a my couple god! Now times. you're gonna. It's not Lee. It's like. <laughs> it's, it's definitely like, not Lee. It's Jan. <laughs> Jan, Jan. I Jan. knew it was like a three letter. It was a three letter. With a, I thought it started with a J, but okay. Jan. And it's like a unisex name. Yeah, it's kind of unisex. So not my yeah, favorite. Jan. Not my favorite. I don't well, hate it. It's cool. It also incorporates Margaret. It's funny. It's very Joby. Margaret loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Look. Margaret likes it, said Teresa. Um, okay. I'll do this last one. And also, this is unfair because he used props and he had two <laughs> options. Like, this wasn't fair. I don't flip tables. I have sex on them. This one I like. I think this is funny. It's great. It's very Gorga. The second one, the alternate, which, do you want to read that? Sure. I'm not a plumber. But I know how to lay pipe. That's horrible. That one's awful. This doesn't even have anything to do with Joe. It has nothing to do with Joe. It just, it references his proclivity to sex, that he's a sex maniac, oh no. I guess. Good night. Um, the, you don't get to do that. The reason Sorry. why the first one is great, though, is because, yeah, it references sex. Yeah. I guess that, like, Joe has, like, decided that that's going to be <laughs> that's his, brand. Like, his signature thing <laughs> is that he likes to have sex. It makes him so unique. Gorgas guy of, of all the husbands on the Real Housewives, <laughs> he's super unique because he likes to have sex. Um, <laughs> nobody else, no, right? No, that's like such a unique stance to mm-hmm. take, which is why it's so great. It's just it's one of those things. If you think about people who like to have sex, you go, "Oh yeah, Joe Gorga." You yeah, know, he definitely like stands Joe out Gorga. in that regard. It's funny because I don't think there is a house husband that I can think of that has nope. ever enjoyed sex. None of them. Yeah, but I do like the first one. Despite the fact that that's a huge element of his tagline. Yeah. The I don't flip tables part of it. That is, is brilliant. Because that's like, I'm a Gorga. And also, he says he doesn't flip tables, but I say he has not flipped a table on camera. Oh, totally. Because that, that bitch has flipped a table. The Gorga temper is infamous. It is legendary. Yeah. Legendary. Teresa and Joe have had the biggest blowups in oh, Ron's history. Yeah. My father! <laughs> my father! <laughs> That's my I, favorite. his own son's baptism. His own baptism. I, my favorite, I, I'm still, I, my jaw is still on the floor from that one. I would love to have my ringtone be Joe Gorga pounding the table. And yeah. It's like, thong, thong, thong. <laughs> I love it so much. So that one's great. Yeah, yeah. I loved all of them, honestly. And yeah, I'll give I'll give you Evan. It was cute. It was fine. It was a nice None nod of them to his were wife. Bad, which yeah. was except for Joe Gorga's alternate one. So good yeah, for them. Yeah, his alternate one was Proud terrible. That one's so generic. Yeah. Proud of the new guys too. Wow. Especially Bill. Seriously. That was impressive. That was awesome. Um we should talk about another husband who's he wasn't not there. really a husband anymore. Um it nice. was for two months. It was a cool run. Chill run. Decent run. Um, Danielle comes out. 
obviously one of the first questions she's asked is about Marty and the relationship and what happened, what went Danielle? wrong. Danielle? Yeah. Who's that? Oh, <laughs> oh Beverly. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I was you know, like, I never know did these I days. say the wrong name? <laughs> um, Beverly came out um, and she is just like, I, I find her so untrustworthy. One, they're still living together, which, whoa. Two, not only are they living together, they both filed restraining orders. How does that even Ex- work? I was just going to say, explain to me how that works when you are living in the same house. Because then you're basically like, you get home, the person's home, and you're like, I got to call the police. <laughs> and then the police have to like arrest you because you're within however many feet. Like, May- what? Maybe that's the premise of that new movie, Five Feet Away. <laughs> it's a five foot <laughs> restraining order. <laughs> Oh no, five God, feet apart. Five feet apart. <laughs> oh my God. That is the funniest thing you've ever said. All right. Good night, everyone. Thank you for listening. <laughs> We're not topping that. That's Frank Catania level of uh, tagline. Wow. That was really good. Um, so yeah. So basically, Danielle um, also reveals that like he's the one who's been attacking her on social media, which does he have social? Like, I know he has an Instagram, but like, Who's what? I don't know anything about this. I didn't do any follow-up research. <laughs> but when we talked about their divorce on This Week in Bravo, mm-hmm. we pulled a bunch of quotes from Marty, and they were all really kind and sweet and wishing Danielle a that's, happy life. That's what I thought. And he said something like, you know, at one point we were in love. Aww. And although we are going our separate ways, I wish her the best. It doesn't seem like Danielle's being that honest about Marty. I completely don't. And also, I loved all the women clogging her for being like, I have only res- like come out and responded to things he said about me. And then it's like, wait, but why are you going on TMZ if you don't want this to be in the public? Like, what? It's just all of her logic is backwards. And that's why no one can believe her. She's selling his ring. She's selling the wedding dress. And... This is all a scam. Uh, it's such a scam. Well, I mean, we just found out that she was engaged for literally like three days to some duke. And they were supposed to get married last week until it got postponed and they broke up. But then it turns out they're back together. Oh, they're back together? Who the hell knows? It's Danielle. Ridiculous. Honestly, Danielle's entire life is a lie. I don't think she knows how to live authentically. No, she doesn't. She's always constantly trying to game people. I, I don't know. This was really, like, annoying to give... I, I agree with Melissa. This whole marriage was just for TV. Just for t- 100% just she for TV. She used Marty. She used Marty. She's using this new guy so she can maybe get back Get in. back on, yep. And 100%. at this point, it's like, how, how much of this are the producers going to allow? As long as she brings in the ratings. I don't know how much she has to do with the ratings. I hope they just, like, really give her backseat. The other thing that I found interesting about Marty is that apparently Margaret and Joe 
have m- not necessarily well made up kind no, they of yeah, because he up. apologized and they said that they can be cordial i mean they're not best of friends or anything like that but he basically was like you know i understand his point of view he was just protecting his wife or promoting her beauty if you will <laughs> um but even joe was like you know I-, I believe all of those lines were fed to marty right that's not what he said that's you speaking for him and we called it we called we it. said that <laughs> on the podcast in our recap we said yeah. that Marty was Danielle's mouthpiece. Mm-hmm. That's all it was. It's, I mean, there's no other explanation. It's so obvious. Because it didn't ever seem like that was something that he believed. It seemed like he was friends. It seemed like he was like a mellow guy. Like, why would he I think he's Mark? impressionable. Um, okay, let's move. We got a lot of back and forth with Margaret and Danielle, which... Oh, iconic. ...is great, and I love, I love it so much. Um, you know, they're talking about... Uh, Mar- Margaret and Joe pushing Marty in the pool and her reasoning for still being mad at them about it was because it was a shallow pool and he could have gotten hurt. I was crying of laughter at this. I mean... This is absurd. Th- so He, he could have gotten hurt. He could have gotten hurt by being pushed into by a by pool. Being pushed into a pool. And the best part about it is that... Um, Margaret asks Jennifer how deep her pool is, and she responds, I have a nine foot deep end. <laughs> Which is like, okay, then he's fine. Chill out. Also, as if Danielle cares about Marty's well being. Yeah, also, as if Marty can't, like, just, I don't know, like, he's fine. He was fine. Relax, Danielle. He just called this woman, like, he just said all this horrible shit about this woman. Like, why, why wouldn't you understand that? Which was all coming from Danielle. Yeah. And she was just using this guy for his money, Mm -hmm. knowing she could exploit him because maybe he was lonely or who the hell knows, because he was willing to sacrifice his relationship with with his his kids kids for her. (sighs) She's insane. She's insane. Margaret still came out of this like a champ. Mm -hmm. This dates back to season one. Mm -hmm. Danielle always drums up these fake relationships where she can exploit them for her TV narrative. Yeah. Gucci model, <laughs> then Steve. And the great part about Steve is that Steve was close with Joe Judice. Yeah, that was the best So then we were it. getting the real story on the other side mm-hmm. of it where he's like, oh yeah, I just use her for sex and blowjobs. My blowjob. And we have no real relationship. It's all fake. And she's on the other side of it doing all these scenes with him, thinking that we're going to buy this phony relationship where she's crying, I just can't be with someone who's 26 years old. I need someone who I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. And he's literally laughing as she breaks yeah, up with him. Yeah, because he's not 26. And it's just like over... Yeah, well, that's that was another fake part about it, is that he was definitely not 26. He was 62. And... It, Oh my god. I mean he's friends with Joe Judice. Seriously. Unless Joe Judice hangs out with really young people who just happen to look old. I don't know. <laughs> That's a requirement to be friends yeah. with Joe Judice. Um yeah, no, it, she's she's, so she's a funny. constant like shitster and she brings these people around. Um and then like I mean, look at all the look at all of her past relationships. She's not kept one friendship. Um with maybe the exception if you want to call it kept a friendship with Teresa, because she did have a falling out with her for however long, but like every person who has been her ally has turned against her. Kim D, Kim G, Jacqueline, <laughs> all the Kims, every, every, every woman Kim. named Kim in America is against her. Um, and Teresa's like right now, 
Teresa's the only person who has no problem with Danielle. Maybe Jennifer too. And everyone is mocking Teresa yes. for it. Yes. They are all like, you cannot see the forest through the trees. You are so blinded mm-hmm. by what you perceive to be a close friendship, someone who is only doing right by you, who is supporting you. Or someone that you've wronged and somehow you feel bad about it and that's why right. you're you're keeping her around. Like, Or as you suggested, maybe she has like blackmail. Yeah, yeah we'll see. Who I kind of feel like she must. There's no other reason. And that's why we have to talk about the gift more extensively yeah. in a little bit. But I quickly want to say, before we move off, Danielle, or I guess we do have to talk about the gifts, but... <laughs> The greatest read was Margaret's read on fucking Danielle. Mm. When Danielle was trying to call out Margaret for sleeping with the married man. And Margaret was like, well, you've slept with the married man. And Danielle acts incredulous. Like Mm -hmm. she's shocked by, oh, how could you say such a dastardly thing about me? I mean, this, what an accusation. What a shocking accusation. And Margaret's like, well, you were a prostitute. Mm. Don't prostitutes sleep with married men? And by the way, nothing wrong with prostitutes. But it's Danielle's indignation about all of this. Fake indignation. And she also admitted to having an affair with a married man once upon a time. Yeah, I don't know if the prostitute is like an actual for sure thing. No, we do know that. Is she really a prostitute? I thought she was a stripper. Cop without a badge. Yeah, I know. Prostitution whore. Engaged 19 times. But is the prostitute part fully confirmed that's just what i don't know i honestly i can't remember i can't remember either. but we know she worked for the colombian cartel <laughs> she was definitely she kidnapped a, stripper. a human being and apparently Look, i'm just saying no, that no, true. she doesn't have a leg to stand person. on when it comes to morality and apparently according to margaret um she in her book talks about how she had an affair with a married man so right. this is like the biggest hypocrisy in the world and that's what's so upsetting also danielle never denied that she was a mm-hmm. prostitute when margaret That's brought true. it up she never did she didn't because and she also didn't deny it when Teresa brought it up the first time so bloop yeah it's i i'm so tired of danielle she was great for the season I, I actually enjoyed what she brought to the table i hope um, they can find someone new because she's really frustrating to watch because she is such a hypocrite and she just is so bad and she sucks up a lot of oxygen in the room yeah, she really like whenever does. she s- comes into a scene it it becomes all about Danielle. Yeah, really. Because seriously. she dictates so much. So because all of a sudden it's about how Margaret's super jealous of her, mm-hmm. or how everyone is is conspiring against her. She just yeah. has this like god complex about everything. So you know what? This was fun. I really enjoyed this season. Yeah. It's time to get rid of her. Let's just end it on this on this note. You can change your face. You can change your address. You can change your clothes, but you haven't changed your soul. You can change your name but you're still that Beverly inside. Ah, what a read. Margaret, Margaret, Margaret. That was an all-timer, seriously. You are an icon. You are a legend. My favorite part about it, though, (laughs) Danielle going, my soul is fine. (laughs) Like, that's almost admitting that she doesn't have a great soul. Like, she can't even say, my soul is beautiful. It's It's fine. fine. It's okay. It's fine. Like, if that's the best thing you have to say about your own soul... You probably don't have a great soul. I think it's fine. I live. It, 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 it'll do. Okay. It'll pass. Now I want to talk about these gifts. Okay. Because Wait, is... top, top five weirdest moment ever in reunion history? What the fuck I was this? I so. This was bizarre. This, this was, was really bizarre. weird. This was the worst gift. If, if Lisa Renna's giving, or sorry, if Kim giving the bunny is the best gift giving at a reunion... 
This is the worst. Well, well that was a gift returning. <laughs> Still really funny to me. <laughs> Very funny. I'm just, I want to point out the difference. Touche, touche. She, she was, you know, she brought the receipt. She's returning the gift. You know, this, this gift <laughs> didn't work for the me. Receipt. <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, we, we just didn't have much use for this. Didn't it, even unwrap it. Oh, that's rough. So good. But for the person who received the gift to utterly hate it <laughs> and feel super uncomfortable by it, that's all you need to know. Okay. That's the full tell. Let me just tell you this. There was no reason. So with Kim, that's a fucking move right there to right. give back a gift at the reunion because the gift was given on camera. So maybe there's something she's trying to say there. Like this was all for fucking show. This was all stage. To give someone a necklace at the reunion where you could have just given it to them in private when there's all these ladies that you're not giving a gift to is more batshit than I've ever seen. There's Which n- gift are we talking? <laughs> <laughs> That's what's even crazier. We'll get there, but... Yeah, we'll okay. get there, but... The just, T and the D? I mean... Stop. And then... Danielle, I can't with that. See, this is the thing. I just that's I like don't the, know what to say about that. That's the weirdest gift because it's like this is obviously a like you and her gift. You don't give this kind of a gift in front of a group of people, regardless of whether it's like you know on television or not. And it's one of those gifts where you have one and I have one. Exactly, and that's they complete so each weird. other. I hate those. That's so weird. I hate. I don't hate those universally. I hate those when you give the gift to the other person in front of a bunch of cameras yes. on a reunion with seven other women. That's what I'm trying to That's say. That's what I hate. That's so weird. That is so weird. And then this might have been my favorite outcome. Um, this is probably the best possible scenario where as soon as Danielle gives a gift and Teresa's visibly uncomfortable, starts packing it up. She doesn't even thank her. Really? Yeah. She really, has to be coerced to thank yeah, her. She's like, so Andy's flustered. Like, uh, you don't look like so you're enjoying flustered. this. Andy's like, you, you seem like you don't like that gift. Which probably she doesn't. I don't um, think she liked the way she received it. Yeah, probably didn't like that. It felt uncomfortable that everyone was like, like she okay, did it in front of everyone. Like, like she, she in that moment at least realized like that's so fucking weird. Um, but then this makes me love you, Jennifer, just for this. Jennifer pulls out her own necklace or, or no, it was like a bracelet, right? With her mother's, with a picture of her mother made by Jennifer's brother. So finally, her brother got a sale, which I'm really <laughs> proud of him for. <laughs> like, honestly, Teresa was more touched by that right. than Danielle's. No, gift. and everyone was. That was what because was great. That was a really touching gift. And honestly, it was kind of funny that she did it because it kind of harkened back to all the drama. And it was like, a, that would have been a nice... In Mexico, yeah, where she wanted to exactly, give Exactly, where she wanted to give it for... And she called the other gift that they gave them ugly. <laughs> anyway, but it was kind of... It would have been a really nice way to end it without Danielle's weird gift. So, I love It was love pretty funny when Jennifer. Danielle gives the gift. Yeah. And everyone's like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then she gives the gift and everyone's like, ooh, ah. Yes. Like, they all swarm. And Danielle, and Danielle's face <laughs> is like nothing I've ever seen. That was worth it for me. Uh. Watching that weird gift giving was worth it just to see how disappointed she was when someone gave her, gave a better gift to Teresa. Also, Jennifer giving the gift was utterly unpredictable. So unpredictable. Like, Danielle doing it, you were like, oh, really weird. It's Danielle, uh-huh. and it's kind of unpredictable, but 
it's Danielle. Yeah. For Jennifer to then also give a gift and to do it at that time. Yeah. It was like, what the fuck is happening right now? Why is everyone giving Teresa gifts? Who else is going to show up from out of the woodworks to give her a gift? I've got to say, the balls on Jennifer is why I like Jennifer so much. I'm sure a jury's out. Like, I'm sure people are kind of hitting, you know, they like her, they don't like her. Everyone's kind of on on other sides of the, or opposite sides of the fence. But I think that Jennifer is such a good asset to this cast. And it's because she's such a wild card. Yes. And whereas Jackie is more like kind of level-headed and, you, you know, kind of reasonable... And I'm not saying that Jennifer isn't reasonable, but she has moments where she can be so unreasonable and that is golden. You know what I mean? Like she's unpredictable and she's she's funny as fuck and she has a huge set of balls. <laughs> that was wonderful. Should we talk about the other gift in this episode? Oh my God. Somehow there was even more was gifts to be given. F- filled with gifts episode. And this was probably the best ending to a reunion ever. And it's probably, like you pointed out, going to be how all of the Housewives reunions are for the next year at least. I think it's going to set a trend. In fact, I can imagine it kind of becoming a tradition where everyone... Well, because baby AC, little uh, baby Ben... Has to grow up, and he's going to need new clothes. Yeah, they can he's going give to it grow to him. and get bigger. They don't need to use the reunion as an opportunity to give a gift to little Asif. Okay, let's let's not do this. Don't underestimate the housewife's desire for attention. Okay, if so any, anyway, so if there is a housewife or if there is someone who is in charge of these decisions, please, I'm begging you right now, cap it after a year. Right, no one can do this, this ever can never again. Be done again, yeah. Okay? But for this year, I'm down. For this I'm year, game. I am. All for it. I loved that they all gave advice. I want to see them outdo advice. each other. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. So the- well, we should set this up because we've been told that uh, some listeners have told us that they listen to our podcast and don't watch the show. Oh, really? Oh, well, then yeah, you guys need to know. We've gotten a few messages. So just in case, <laughs> if y'all didn't watch the episode, all the ladies gifted Andy a little toy car mercedes benz mercedes benz not a toy car it's like one of those it's like one of those ones that i always wanted yeah, like that a baby but can i wanted drive a barbie themselves. one yeah the baby drives it press the pedals yeah oh those so, were so desirable baby ben is probably too young to to play with it now but eventually he mm-hmm. could be just driving around manhattan in his little bends <laughs> and they also gave him this cute oh my little God, this was like this was probably better uh adidas sweat mm-hmm. pants with you know, sweat jacket. It's like a, a sweatsuit. Not embroidered, but it has like a little... Well, it didn't have an embroidery on the back? It wasn't embroidery. It was oh. just like letters, um, like iron-on letters or whatever. Oh, okay. Uh, or maybe even screen screen printed, whatever. It doesn't matter. But a little sweatsuit. Like the jerseyest little sweatsuit from Adidas. And it was like the cutest thing what ever. What did it say? Like little AC? Little AC to match his license plate on the little car. Um, and so then cute. Here's what I really loved. And I thought this was really emotional. And I did cry even at the gift. Um... They each give them. They each give him a a piece of a device, um, as mothers, and like for him going into this new chapter of his life as a father. And I couldn't deal. Like I was in tears. I thought that was so sweet, and it just was a beautiful moment. So this is why I really like the idea of them doing it this year, because I think that the advice piece is really nice. Totally agree. It was a heartwarming mm-hmm. moment. What was your favorite advice? Mm, that's a good question um 
I kind of liked the red balloon advice. <laughs> I'm between Jackie and Melissa's. It was they were very yeah. practical but very real. Like Jackie was saying, yeah. make sure you take as many pictures yeah, right, right. and videos as possible because you're going to want to reminisce and look mm-hmm. back on them. And Melissa's saying, scale back. Yeah, yeah. You're a busy guy. He does a lot of TV. Mm-hmm. He has the love connection. He's doing so many different things. Scale it back. Spend time with your son. I yeah. love that. Let's really quickly hit it. Because I think this is going to be pretty easy. <laughs> Let's very quickly do a rose and thorn for the season. Oh, this is so be let's hard. start off and do our thorn because this is so easy. One, two, three. Danielle, Danielle Staub. <laughs> we don't even have to talk about it. We talk. Yeah. Listen to the. Listen back to this episode if you need to know why. Yeah. Who is your rose? My rose is gonna go to because I think I know who you're gonna pick. Oh, this is a hard one. I'm going to say for drama alone and what I outlined before and just the fact that she is an unpredictable legend, I'm going to say Jennifer. Because I think you need, you needed this kind of update, this kind of refresh um, and to keep things interesting. But I do want to say that maybe Tide is Jackie because I thought they they were two newcomers who came on and I've never seen this strong of newcomers um, this like right out the gate, so you know, headstrong and so ready to ready to go, like ready to jump in and and get on with it. The quality that Jennifer has, which is important, mm-hmm. is that she's polarizing. Yes, and that's and good. you need polarizing housewives. Yeah. So yes, half of the fans hate her, half of them love her, mm-hmm. but we wouldn't be interested in a show of people that were all unlikable, mm-hmm. or of a show of a bunch of very boring people being very polite. Right. So she kind of fills that quota of like you need that polarizing person on the cast. Right. Exactly. And and she's funny. She's funny. So I like that. And she's kind of out there. Yes. She's kind of eccentric. With her 16 bathrooms mm-hmm. and her mansion and <laughs> her bragging about all the things she has. No, she's a cool character. Yeah. My rose goes to Margaret Josephs. I knew it was. That's why I picked different people. For the pool push alone. Honestly, for the pool she, push deserves, alone. she deserves an award for that. But she was great from beginning to end. Yeah. So, Margaret, you get my rose. MJ, you are awesome. You're amazing. Danielle, you get my thorn for the 18th time this season. <laughs> for 20, 19 times? <laughs> 19! <laughs> All right, Camille. I think we covered it. We did. Ronj, we'll miss you until season 10. I'm so sad. It was a lot of fun. And everyone, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, There won't be a next week, but obviously on the Hot and Bravo podcast, we cover all Bravo shows. So BH just started. Mm -hmm. Roni really just started. And if you guys are having withdrawals of New Jersey, we do have an exclusive podcast on Patreon where we break down episode by episode, just like we do with this season, um, the iconic seasons of of Real Housewives, and we are doing one currently on Real Housewives of New Jersey season one. So go ahead and check that out. Head to patreon.com slash hot and bravoed. H-O-T-N-B-R-A-V-O-D. Yeah. So yeah, check that out. We're almost done. And uh, Roni season three mm-hmm. is already there. So you can listen to all of that. And we just started Vanderpump Rules season yes. two. 
And every other week of This Week in Bravo is going to be on Patreon only. So go to Patreon. It's only $2 a month. You can support us, get all the exclusive podcasts, mm-hmm. revisit season one of Ranj with us. Uh, and uh, we have monthly interactive live chats with yeah. uh, myself, Camille, and Eddie. It's going to be a lot of fun. And we, we really appreciate all of you for yeah. uh, listening for this season. Thank it was a lot of fun. Thank you so much. Come into my trap. <laughs> <laughs> we still need to find out what Teresa says. Because right now it's just, One day come we into will. my trap. One day we will. We love you guys. We'll see you next Jersey. <laughs> Bye. Bye.